You are listening to the Tackles and Takes podcast with your hosts, Colin, Tyler, and Parker. In this episode of Tackles and Takes, we will discuss week five of the NFL season. All right, so as always, like every week, we are going to talk about our touchdown and turnover players of the week. Parker, do you want to do you want to start for us this week? All right, uh, starting off as my touchdown player this week, I have Gabe Davis. He's the wide receiver two, and he's putting up like better stats than Stephon Diggs every single week. Well, not every week, but most weeks. Mm. Like I, th- I honestly think he'd be wi- he'd be wide receiver one on over half the teams. I feel like that could also just be Josh Allen. Yeah, it's true. Um, I mean, when you have a when you have a talented quarterback, it's a it's pretty easy to put up numbers. Not easy, but it's you have a more likely chance to put up numbers like that. Yeah, it's uh it's, it's cool to see that uh, talent like Josh Allen is like he can like spread the ball around. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. And then for my turnover team this week, I have the Lions. I mean, the Patriots haven't been that good this year, and they get shut out. That's just not a good look. I mean, nobody, like almost nobody on their team did anything of like notable. Every every single player just did not show up that game. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, I mean, that's kind of classic Lions. I mean, we talked about <laughs> yeah. last week, do the, can the Lions be competitors? But now, I mean, like after this week, after this really, really crummy performance, I don't know, so, they're kind of looking yeah. like the Detroit Lions we all know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I guess my turnover player, I'm, I'll start with my turnover player of the week just because how god awful it was. Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, that was bad. I mean, yeah. and just like he looked like he was just unexperienced, uncomfortable. I mean, like, I can't even remember, like, the last time I haven't seen him throw a touchdown in the game before. I mean, that. Yeah, that was ugly. It was ugly. Like, it was, like, all, like, it was just hard to watch. I mean, that's probably the most. Um, boring Thursday night football yeah. game I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. It was just a kick fest. I mean, it was just whose kicker was better than the other. Honestly, if you had Amazon Prime and you spent money to watch that, <laughs> I feel bad for you because that yeah. was just horrible. Mm-hmm. My touchdown player of the week is going to have to be Travis Kelsey. I mean, Travis Kelsey last night, I mean, helped the Chiefs come back against the Raiders. Granted, it is the Raiders, but still, um, when you put up numbers like that, I mean, let's see. Yesterday, he had seven um, – he had four touchdowns with seven receptions, 25 yards, and a long of eight. But four touchdowns, like when you put up four touchdowns, I mean, that's it's like more than a hat yeah. trick. I yeah, mean, especially in a division game that you have to win. Exactly. Those are those division games are always must-win games. You can't afford to lose any of those. Especially in the AFC West with how, like, stacked their division is. Yeah, that's probably the hardest division yeah. in the NFL. Maybe not this year, but. Yeah. I mean. It's expected to be. Expected to be. That's true. Uh, so, my touchdown player, give me Taysom Hill. In their 39 to 32 huge win over the Seahawks, honestly, credit the Seahawks for being such a surprising team this year. Everyone expected them to be like Geno Smith as their starting quarterback. I th- I think they're better off this year. I think Geno Smith is doing better than Russell Wilson <laughs> yeah. this year. Like, I mean, Geno Smith. I mean, just like we saw Week One, he just felt he looked so comfortable yeah. mm-hmm. and like he looked like he was like a veteran quarterback, just mm-hmm. like doing his thing. Yeah. So Taysom Hill nine rushes. 112 yards and three touchdowns. So he scored over half the team's points. That was a huge win for them. And then my turnover player of the week, give me both offenses in the Texans-Jaguars game. What was the final? 6-3, I want to say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just ugly. I mean, that might have been even more boring. I mean, like, I love good defense and everything, but still. I mean, 
just seeing like a six to three game i mean that's just boring yeah i mean that was just that was bad to watch I, mean, I was on I was on NFL Red Zone and I think I saw them I, in the Red Zone yeah. like twice. I mean that was, it was it was bad. Now, I wouldn't say a kick fest, more like a defensive showdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, so next we are going to go into our fantasy frenzy, and we are going to talk about um, what players for us um, did well this week, and if we think that it could be like um, a like a player to pick up, possibly try to trade for. I mean. Going so you back. think it'd be a good investment for a fantasy team? Yes. So uh, this week again, DK, mm. you put up pretty good numbers. I mean, five receptions for 88 yards and a touchdown. I mean, that was pretty solid. I mean, to see that, see two back-to-back good performances in back-to-back weeks. I mean, if you're a fantasy owner, and I mean, if you're an owner of DK, I mean, I would probably put him on your no touch list i mean i wouldn't want to trade for dk after he's been performing recently and then a, a player who i would try to maybe possibly stay away from as uh aj Dillon. i mean the packers on sunday morning against the giants um it looks like they're trying to let aaron Rodgers do everything almost like you're on the two yard line it kind of reminds me of the super bowl a few years ago with patriots uh, Patriots Seahawks when you can do you have two elite running backs you have Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon and neither of them are getting touches in the red zone which is surprising because without Devontae Adams I thought for sure the Packers were going to rely on AJ Dillon inside the 10-yard line to punch it in clearly they don't have faith in them passing it twice on third and uh, the third and two and fourth and two I mean that was just bad mm-hmm. all right so last week I said Clyde edwards and TJ Hawkinson and they put up 6.5 and 1.6 but so just take this with a grain of salt but this week i have tyler lockett i benched him but he still put up 27 i feel like he's just a reliable receiver to take like at your flex or something i mean and he's behind dk metcalf who's also having good games and they're both having good games like every week yeah and uh someone i'd stay away from i'd say maybe i'd go i mean darren waller is out i would say i may put up zero at all or christian kirk too he put up 2.1 yeah just that entire the jags i don't have faith in the jags oh yeah this year they started off pretty hot i thought I, maybe trevor lawrence could be good i don't but know i don't, I don't think know. so all right here comes my team we dropped the zero and five <laughs> <laughs> i might just rename my team to jalen and the scrubs because jalen hurts <laughs> is mvp candidate averaging 28.19 points a game for me. I scored 85 points this week. Oh, my gosh. So, last week after I told told everyone I might just trade Tony Pollard. So, I did that. I traded Tony Pollard, DK Metcalf, got James Conner. Are you... S- well, when do you think DK about it? DK Metcalf? D- DK was not consistent. Until, well, of course, when I trade him, he goes off. But I, that's James Connor. Like one of the most idiotic things I've probably ever heard. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he like got off slow, but you got you to think it's DK Metcalf. I mean, the yeah. guy is a freaking nature. He's, he's going to find a way to perform it. Geno Smith's going to put the ball in his hands as yeah. much as he can. So I trade James Conner uh, gets hurt in the first half, so he drops six. Uh, J.K. Dobbins with a solid four. Debo with a solid 10. Jamar Chase with 8. 
Tyler Conklin, 0.00. <laughs> Chris Boswell with three. The only te- team's only points. And the Rams defense with 11. So, someone who I've been, like, I'm a little worried about who's been very inconsistent, Samar Chase. Like, I, I think I'm going to draft him in the first or second round, one of the two. And ever since week one, his 10 reception, 27-point performance, it's just not been good. Yeah, I mean, the past couple weeks, I mean, they have, they have not been giving him the ball that much. I mean, the Bengals have been running the ball a lot more, too. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of disappointing for fantasy. Uh, it really sucks because he was, I at least, um, in the league I'm in, somebody drafted him, like, in the first round. I mean, just, like, to waste the first-round pick to – and I'm I sure think, a lot of people did too. A lot of people that's what I did. In the first I drafted him yeah. end of the first round. I mean, just for him to put up like ten points a week, eight points a week. I mean, that's just like not what you need. You need like a consistent twenty, twenty-five points. Yeah. What I mean, he had twelve targets, three red zone targets, no touchdowns. I think he's becoming too like dependent on a touchdown, because. Yeah, he's a touchdown dependent player. Yeah. He scored one touchdown in the game. He had 20 points. He had 12 targets this week, 16 in, in the game that he went off and against Steelers week one. So I don't think it's the problem is him getting the ball. It's just that he's too touchdown dependent, and it's yeah. not the consistency he, that I need. He can't get yards after the catch. Yep. All right, so now we move into our, our game of the week. Um, so, Colin, do you want to start for this one? Uh, yeah, so this one, I'm going to have to go with the tr- uh, Chargers-Browns. Uh, Brandon Staley with a controversial fourth and two decision to go for it on the 48-yard line with uh, less than two minutes to go in the game. They didn't get it. So the Browns are driving down the field or driving to get like 10 yards. Then the rookie kicker, Cade York, missed the field goal for the win. I mean, yeah, it was a pretty, it was a solid game. I mean, back and forth, nail biting game. But uh, I mean, yeah, I, I have to agree. I thought it was a pretty entertaining game. I mean, my game of the week. I think I'd probably have to go Chiefs Raiders. I mean, both quarterbacks threw around the yard pretty well. I mean, Derek Derek Carr had 240 yards and two touchdowns, and then Patrick Mahomes had 292 yards with four touchdowns, all four to Travis Kelsey. And like at the half, I mean, right before, I mean, second quarter, they were. Uh, the Chiefs were down like what seventeen nothing. Nothing, yeah. And I mean, and then at the half they pulled. They pulled in within ten. It was twenty to ten. And then just to see the Chiefs put up a big zero, big zero in the third quarter, come out and score two touchdowns. I mean, it was pretty cool to watch mm-hmm. just to see how that offense sparked in the second half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Devonte Devonte Adams had a good game. Yeah, but I, th- I think he's missing Aaron Rodgers a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, the only I think the only man who can stop Devontae Adams is Derek Carr. I mean, when you put Devontae Adams with a with a solid quarterback, I don't think there's st- I don't think there's anybody stopping him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, for my game of the week, I have Packers Giants. <laughs> you know, oh, the Packers are the Packers. The first half, they're up twenty to ten. And then the Giants basically shut them out besides taking a safety. Just Brian DeBolt is, I, I think he's maybe coach of the year. I mean, taking this Giants roster who has not, didn't really improve much from last year and just taking the 4-1 and one is insane. I wouldn't be honest. 
I wasn't a believer of the Giants until I woke up on Sunday and watched that game. Yeah. I mean, Saquon, too, just coming back from that shoulder injury and having a great game. Just yeah. Daniel Jones hobbling around on, like, on one foot pretty much. I yeah. mean, like, he seemed pretty comfortable, and you felt – he looked like he was fine on uh, on Sunday morning, but – And not to mention the Giants don't have any receivers, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as a Packers fan, that was hard to watch. I mean, watching Aaron Rodgers and that offense slowly fall apart in the second half, same thing with our defense. I mean, I mean, I think you got to put the ball in in Aaron Jones' hands. I mean, or AJ Dillon inside the in the red zone, especially on like fourth and two. You can't throw it again. Kudos to the Giants' defense. I mean, two huge pass deflections inside the red zone right at the end of the game. That was that was huge for them. So you want to go on our game of the week? Where um. Predictions. predictions yeah so next we'll uh, move to our predictions i mean thursday night game it's uh you got the commanders and the bears not not the best thursday night game but uh <laughs> i mean i like the bears they're not a bad team they're not a great team i mean i the commanders they've been struggling but it's in chicago cold cold chicago night on a thursday i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the bears I agree. I'm gonna go with the upset, the Commanders. Okay. I don't. I don't. I feel like they're they have to win. I mean, even the Commanders' coach doesn't have faith in Carson Wentz. <laughs> like I wouldn't either. Carson Wentz, he's not the answer for anybody. No. I mean, I mean, he. I can see him being a backup somewhere, but to be a starting quarterback on a on a rebuilding team, to say the least. I mean, yeah. that's just that's just not what you want to do. All right. So, Ravens Giants. Giants are getting tested. Against a really, really high-powered Ravens offense, um, and a really solid defense as well. I mean, Lamar can do it with his legs and his arm. Giants are gonna have a tough week this week, but uh, I say the Giants' low run ends. I'm gonna go with the Ravens in this one. I'm gonna agree with that. I agree. I, I mean, the Giants have been looking good, but the Ravens, you know, Lamar Jackson. I don't. I don't think their defense can stop them. All right. Next is. Next is the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, you got both teams right around the 500 mark. I mean, this is like battle of the okay teams. Like, they don't suck, but they're not great either. Yeah. I mean, we've seen good life from the Jacksonville Jaguars. We've also seen good life from the Indianapolis Colts. But uh, it's in Indianapolis, but I think the Jags walk in. They still win. I say Trevor Lawrence has a great game, and they pull it off. I agree. I How many straight have the Jags beaten the Colts in? A um, lot. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor is going to play in that game either. Yeah. So I'm so, I'm going to go with the Jags. I'm going to also go with the Jags. Yeah. I mean, that's, I have to agree. Jags. Mm-hmm. Next, we move Patriots-Browns. This this game's tough. I mean, I feel like they're both pretty evenly matched. The Browns struggling a little bit. I mean, they don't really have a quarterback. They don't really have an answer. Um, the Patriots, surprisingly, off to a slow start, but we've seen some good things from the Patriots' defense, and especially without a quarterback for the Browns. I think the Patriots' defense holds it off. Low-scoring game. I'm going to go Pats. All right. I'm going to go Browns. I'm also going to go Browns. I think that... You know, they both have haven't really looked that good, but I think the Browns have looked a little bit better. They've they've won like harder games, I'd say. I think Nick Chubb is 
honestly, when you look at the numbers, he's averaging almost six yards a carry and has seven touchdowns after five games, so I think he's going to continue his streak. Next, we have Bengals-Saints. Another pretty solid game, two evenly matched teams. Bengals, ain't, they haven't been able to throw the ball that well. Saints, I mean, we saw this past weekend, they were pretty pretty high-powered offense. I mean, with I mean, you can do a lot when you have Taysom Hill. But uh, it's in New Orleans in the Superdome. I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Um, I mean, the Bengals have had a rough start, but they've also had a pretty rough schedule. I don't th- – I think the Bengals are better than what, like, we're seeing them as, and I think we'll see that on Sunday. I'm actually going to go with the Saints on this one. I was back and forth while they were talking about it. I think that the Saints go to 500. I mean, I feel like they're too good not to not to go to 500. Yeah. Um, so next we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The struggling, struggling Pittsburgh Steelers. It's like the Bills are playing against air on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it seems like they, they scored every time they touched the ball. Like, this defense wasn't even there. Yeah. I mean, when you got Tom Brady, you can sling the rock around pretty well against a team who can't really cover the pass and with a struggling quarterback. I mean, I feel like this one's kind of a no-brainer. I'm going to go Bucks. Yeah, I agree. I don't think this is really a debate. Yeah, no. And I, honestly, Kenny Pickett, First two starts, first start in the NFL was rough. Um, yeah, that, first that was, two yeah. games that was that was not fun to watch. Having thrown one touchdown and four picks, first one and a half games. Yeah. So, I think the struggling continues. All right. Next we have Falcons Niners. Um, it's in Atlanta. The Falcons have shown some signs of life. I mean, they battled this weekend. Um, the Niners, though, they look pretty solid. Um, but Nick Bosa, there's a possibility that Nick Bosa will not be playing this Sunday. Um, so that might be huge. But the Niners are the six-point favorites. So, I don't know. I feel like we're going to have to go with Niners in this one. I agree. I mean, I think the Falcons should have won that game against the Bucks. Yeah. But I still think the Niners are better. I mean, they've been they've just flown under the radar season yeah. after season every year. Yep. So I think it'll be the Niners. I th- I'm going to go with the Niners, too, just because Drake Lund- London and Kyle Pitts are both questionable right now. So if And even if one of them don't play, that's taking their decent offense down to a bad offense. So, yeah. All right, next we have uh, the New York Jets at the Packers. Um, Packers came out struggling. I mean, they came out of that game pretty – it was pretty ugly. I'm not going to lie. I mean, they're were, they were clearly a first-half team. The Giants came out and punched them in the mouth in the second half. But I feel like they they respond and beat up on the other New York team. I feel like – especially because it's in Lambeau. I feel like that they're going to – the Packers offense is just going to just throw it around against the, the New York Jets defense. I, I agree. I think – I mean – the Jets and Giants, I think, coming into the season, they were s- s- looked at similarly. But I don't think the Jets have that, as much star power like the Giants have in the Saquon Barkley. So the Packers. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say the Packers because I'm not that biased. But I don't know. I feel like the Jets' young players have been playing really well. So 
If you look at Bruce Hall, almost 200 yards total last week, two touchdowns, no, one touchdown. Michael Carter with two. Sauce Gardner with first NFL pick. I'm still going to say the Tigers just because why not. All right. Um, ne- our last one o'clock game we're going to talk about is Vikings at the Dolphins. So the Dolphins, they are unsure who is going to play quarterback. They don't. They still don't know. Tua most likely not to play. I mean, it's tough to tell. I mean, the Vikings are a solid team. Defense has shown out. Dolphins have. I mean, they've really struggled, especially now with no quarterback. Um, I'm, I'm just going to have to say Vikings. I, I agree. I think the Dolphins just, they don't, they're missing Tua, and they might be missing Teddy Bridgewater, too. And then I don't know if uh, Tyree Kill is going to play. So they don't really, they're pretty beat up. And I think just it just comes down to who's can just play better football. I think it's going to be the Vikings. I'm going to go with the Dolphins because Teddy Bridgewater passed all of his concussion tests in his elbow stuff was fine. I think the Dolphins, I think could have returned to the Jets game. But I think just because it was the Dolphins in the new concussion protocol, they just wanted to make sure. So give him an extra week, I think he's going to show out against the Vikings. Well, Teddy Bridgewater can't play. He can't practice till Thursday. In that case, give him the Vikings. <laughs> All right, uh, we're moving to our first 4 o'clock game. You got the you got the Panthers and the Rams. I mean the Panthers Baker's not your answer. Sorry for all Panthers fans, but uh yeah. And it's in LA. Um great football atmosphere. I'm just gonna go with the Rams. I agree. The Panthers just lost their head coach. They they're just a mess right now. I I give it to the Rams. I mean, yeah, I think firing Matt Rule was probably the best thing that they could have done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean I feel like you kinda gotta switch things up. I mean I don't know, should be interesting to see. Um, but I'm still going to go with the Rams. I'm going to go with the struggling Rams over the Carolina Panthers because, I don't know, Matthew Stafford hasn't been impressive whatsoever. So if I'm not saying he's going to be out of the job if he doesn't improve, but I think he's kind of in the place where if he doesn't start being can become the answer for the struggling two and three Rams, then... I think they might have to do something with them. So I'm still going to go with the Rams just because of that reason. All right, next, a pretty good game, Cardinals-Seahawks. Um, me personally, I think Seahawks pull this one off. I mean, Geno Smith, I mean, he's just, I don't know. He's like one hell of a quarterback, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen it this year. Nobody expected it out of him. But something funny is uh, this, the Seahawks-Cardinals game, the time of the game could be moved. If the Mariners end up hosting a playoff uh, playoff baseball game on Sunday, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the Cardinals have looked fine. The Seahawks have looked unexpectedly good. I mean, the Seahawks are just putting up like a ton of points each. I mean, week. yeah, their record doesn't show how good they are. I mean, they're yeah. two and three, but um, I feel like the Seahawks are a lot better than two they. And they've lost a lot of close games, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. Um. Wow, this is really a toss-up for me because the Seahawks have been playing really well. But I think that Kyler Murray is going to make a better decision of when to slide this week and secure the first down instead of doing what he did and ended up losing the game off that. So I'm going to say the 
Arizona Cardinals pull it off in Seattle. All right, next 4 o'clock game, um, Bills-Chiefs. Um, I don't know, this this is probably going to be the most entertaining game of the week. Um, geez, I don't even know. I mean, you got two high-powered offenses. I mean, two quarterbacks who can really, really do the job. But we saw the Chiefs defense kind of uh, kind of struggle yesterday, last night. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the with the Bills. Yeah, me too. I mean, I mean, but it's it's also in Kansas City. But I think the Bills come in and pull uh, pull it off. This is this is one of the best matchups we've seen in the past few years and probably years to come. But the Chiefs, you know, barely winning against the Raiders, who I don't think are that. I think they're very overrated. And the Bills just, I mean, they played the Steelers, but I still think they looked really good. So I'm going to go Bills. Give me the Chiefs in this one. I feel like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey can't be stopped. And even though the Bills defense did look very good against Pittsburgh, I'm going to go the Chiefs. Yeah, that game's going to be going to be really fun to watch. Possible AFC, AFC championship game right there. Yeah. All right, next we have the classic – Eight o'clock game on Sunday. We got we got Cowboys Eagles. Um, you got the four and one Cowboys with the stellar defense, and then you got the five and zero Philadelphia Eagles, whose offense looks red hot. I mean, they came in Arizona, they 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 pretty they put on a pretty good show. But I, I think that little magical Eagles run ends this week. I feel like the Cowboys come into Philly, they make a lot of people upset. Big huge rival, rivalry game, uh, Cowboys with the win. I agree. I mean, the Eagles haven't really played a good team yet. They Arizona, I think, was the best team they played, and they won almost, I can almost say they won because of luck, just missing yeah. uh, the Cardinals missing that field goal. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to go with the Cowboys. All right, I pulled up this game on ESPN. The ticket's pricing. Ticket's as low as $269. I mean, yeah, it's going to be packed. The, yeah. the link is going to be filled. Wow. I, I was not expecting that. So I think the Eagles fans played a difference in this game. I was going to go with the Cowboys, but when you look at MVP candidate, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, A.J. Um, Brown. I mean, can you even really call him an MVP candidate? It's week five. I mean, it's still kind of early to tell. They really haven't played anybody yet. I mean, this is going to be like I feel like I feel like you can really start talking about if he can be an MVP candidate. I mean, after they play a solid defense, I which think is going after, to be this week. I think this week he's going to stop hiding. I think this week it will tell you if he can be a legitimate MVP candidate and how far the Eagles can go this season. All right, and then the we're going to wrap it up with the Monday game. Not a great Monday night football game. I mean, you have you have the Bron- uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos heading into um, L.A. to play the Chargers. I mean, Justin Herbert, solid quarterback, kind of battling an injury. Really pretty good offense um, against an okay defense. But uh, I think the Chargers can win this one, no problem. Yeah. I mean, the Broncos did not look good at all, and I don't think the Chargers looked that good either. But I still, I'm still going to give it to the Chargers. I think they're just a better all-around team. I'm also going to go Chargers. 
We, we don't really have a lot of the all three pick one. This, right. is, this has been the Tackle and Takes podcast with your host Colin, Tyler, and Parker. Thanks for listening. Episode two. We'll be back soon with episode three.